systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. It's weird that, um... Jesus Christ, there's a bird in here! (laughs) What? You fucking... you didn't realize I brought the bird in here? <laughs> you seriously just figured that out? I look over Pat's shoulder, not yeah. on his shoulder, but on my my office chair, and the yeah. bird is sitting up. It's my bird, Cleo. <laughs> I figured she'd be squawking a whole bunch if I left her in the other room, so I brought her in. I was watching a bunch of Instagrams this morning, and a lot of them involve birds uh, doing dumb shit around the house, and I said, well, I should do more dumb shit around the house with my birds. You should. So. She likes coming out. Thus, more dumb shit is happening. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I thought you literally... <laughs> I had no idea. I had no um, clue that I should clear with you that I am now a pirate, that I walk around <laughs> The bird follows me places. Do you have your phone with you? I want to take a picture of yeah, this, sure. of what I just saw. <laughs> yeah, disregard the text from my side chick. Oh, but yeah, okay. go I ahead. I always do. Shoot that Move photo. your head back a little bit. Let me go ahead. And, uh, do you want me to pose with, or do you want me to get out of the way? Here? No, I want you like in that? the picture, right, because me... it was funny, because I just saw, look you, at her. Do you want me in it like this? There you go. <laughs> oh, there you go. Check our socials for that. <laughs> right now. I didn't now. notice it. <laughs> See? Right now, as we speak. I thought she just followed us in here. No, but she can't. She's followed us in she here. She can't fly that far. I say, what do you mean? She's walk. <laughs> came on over, dude. I don't trust her. She's well, gonna no. walk over here and bite my face off just because she can. Well, if we needed a way to kick off the one hundred and seventieth episode of the Pat and AJ podcast, <laughs> that was it. Apparently, with the surprise, the surprise parrot appearance, right? <laughs> I do love uh, when I do, I and I it happened this morning, but I shut the door um, when I do interviews for the news. Yeah, um, that everybody always can hear the bird, but I just totally forget. They, that it's they I always it out. yeah, they always say, "What the fuck is that?" Even yeah. my therapist, he was like, "You got a bird you in there." Bird, I'm huh? like, "Yeah." When I talk, she squawks. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I, I don't even notice it. I'm that's well, a funny <laughs> phrase. When I talk, she squawks. She does. Well, right? yeah, I was doing a, an interview with like a financial analyst this morning, and the second if I'm working overnights, the second the sun comes up, she's a bird. She starts to she starts to chirp, and I had to shut the door. And, like, put a towel down by the bottom of the door so you couldn't hear her in the interview. Well, and, you know, you you, you kind of tap into something else that me and you just talked about, and it's those times um, when sometimes we're looking for things to unite us, right? Especially after we all got done with our Thanksgiving family extravaganzas yeah. where we exchanged views and germs and all that kinds of shit. Um, we were just talking about how pets... In general, because AJ, what's your Zoom profile picture? My Zoom pro, my professional. Your, your professional with your big news organization that you work for, one of the big three, the one you use within that organization when you are a news lady, when you're Lois Lane, your profile picture is? Me and my dog. Yeah, there you go. So it's... <laughs> She did not go to get a professional headshot no. done. Well, I None did. Of that. I have noticed that, like half not my, a selfie. No, half my cohort. It's 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 kind of like a thirty three. It's like a, a third split. Thirty three percent of my coworkers have 
weird selfies like I do with their dogs or whatever. Yeah. 33% just have the, the, like the profile, like the, the basic, you know, the picture they give you. It's okay. just like, Oh, a, just like your initials or some it's just bullshit. Like, it's your initials yeah. Or, yeah. And then the other half have really professional pictures. Yeah. Like so, they paid for that shit. Yeah, right? So yeah. I fall into the, but I will say on Slack, my per- picture is professional, but I don't use zoom every time I work. So every time I log in, I forget that my picture is me and my dog. And I'm like, Oh, I should change that. And, and you know, we're sitting, Every time she does one of these interviews, every and, and it's everything from people who are high-ranking political figures in our government down to, like, you know, financial analysts. I interviewed a former presidential candidate, <laughs> yeah. and he mentioned the picture. They all met. They, they all... Oh, oh, is that a schnauzer? Oh, fuck, cool, man. Yeah, everybody wants to, dog. we start the conversation with the dog, and I've realized <laughs> I can't change the picture because that's how we start talking. I learned that a long time ago um, when I, for a very brief amount of time, uh, worked in Seattle, and I did this uh, radio show that was not good. No one listened. And I don't blame them for not listening. But it was half your fault. It was a whole menagerie (laughs) of shit. But regardless, because of just the size of the city, the market size, as we say, Seattle, my producer for this very terrible radio show was able to secure all these um, celebrity interviews. So anyone who who was anyone, if they were going to do an interview, we could get them just by sheer nature of where we were. Yeah. Now none of these interviews give a shit if your show yeah. was bad. They they're like yeah. this is publicity. Now because of the constraints that I was under uh, from said radio station and management, these interviews never aired on the radio. That is such a damn shame. They all went on the website. And this is like 2007. So I'm not quite sure we're all like, we all, like, it's. We all had a MySpace back then. Well, put it, put it like this. The iPhone had just come out. Yeah. And it was a very bougie kind of, I mean, we all remember that first iPhone, right? Oh, yeah. So we weren't yet kind of streaming audio. We, we weren't, weren't getting all of our media from our phones and yeah. computers yet. It was still, we were getting it traditionally. Right? So I would do these interviews, but all fucking types of, it's crazy now because a lot of them Justin are dead. Long, Justin Long didn't even get Justin aired? Long didn't get on the and air. You said that was like the best interview Listen, you ever did. I had What's his name? Who's the name? James Lipton. Is that the guy? The you interviewed James. Not Lipton? only did I interview James Lipton, I had him ask me the ten questions. Shut up! And that didn't go on the air. No. And what he, the hell? And he, by the way, rattled that shit off like I was fucking Will Ferrell. Like I was an. He was like, "Tell me, what do you think if pearly gates exist?" That, like it was fucking crazy. I'm so jelly right now. That is but, so cool. Part of it was because we believed at the time, me and my producer, that we were building up to something greater. And she was like, listen, we'll get really good at these interviews. You'll get better at them. And then once it's time for us to actually, like, where our gears are rolling, you can start having big stars on, like, every day. This is kind of like 07. So, again, that's kind of like still, yeah. we're still celebrity obsessed. People are still listening to the radio. Par- in the morning, yeah. yeah, Paris Hilton's going to jail. Remember that when Paris yeah. Hilton went to jail? Like, So we're still in that culture, right? And so I'm doing these interviews. And of course, I would sometimes just, I would fumble. I'm talking to fucking big famous people. And I'm like, who the fuck am I to be talking to you? Um, But she would save me almost all the time when I would kind of start to get flustered and this and that. Because she's an excellent interviewer. She, She was great. She, I think she ended up going out and worked for like NPR. So like real fucking interview skills. She would jump on and just butt in and go, hey, do you have a dog? Yep, there you go. And every fucking single person from the most recent winner of the bullshit, so you think you can dance, to uh, 
Who is Angelina Jolie's dad? Oh, um, 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 I can see Voight, his face. John Voight. Yes, yes. John Voight. Every single one of them would be like, oh, and they would either, you know, talk about the dog, the cat, the bird, whatever yeah. it is. And, and but they want to talk about and it. And what I realized from her was, holy shit, pets unite us. Yeah, I, I kid like, you not. Like it's universal no matter what it is. We can talk about our pets. You guys, I had 24, less than 24 hours notice that I was interviewing a former presidential candidate who is now a member of the current administration. Yeah. If I said his name, you'd be like, oh, shit, yeah. Whether you like him or not, you know who he is. Yeah. And I was stressing about this interview. And with these guys, you have like, they're like, you have seven minutes. Go. Go. So I'm like, okay, I don't have any time for like niceties, you know, or to kiss his ass. We just got to go. Yeah. And his, the very first thing he said to me, was, oh, is that your dog in your picture? I'm telling you. And he started telling me about his pets and asked, and he asked about Pepper. And yeah. I was just like, I mean, every time I think I need to change that See? picture, I realize it's the conversation starter. So I'm not going to. You got to look at what unites us. It's yeah. pets. It is. Damn right. Now I know everyone's going to bring up that the fucking orange guy didn't have a pet. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to fucking tell you. I can't help you on that one. Get the guy a fucking guinea pig. I don't know. <laughs> you know what a guinea pig would have been Could a you great imagine, Hold on. Can, can you imagine... What kind there of fucking? There are guinea pigs that have hair like can Trump. You imagine, he could have gotten his little twin. Could you imagine a fucking web series of Trump and his guinea pig? Oh my god, he would have been so much and more at the relatable. End, at the end of every, I mean, he could do it now. This is free advice. You could he is fu- running again. It's him at the end of the day bitching to the fucking guinea pig yeah. about everything, fake news, fucking every everything, every the media and is I'm fucking serious. everything. You get a long haired guinea pig that has like the orange hair. <laughs> And then it looks just like him. And, and then he's just like, they all don't like me, guinea pig. They all this fake news. It's all big collusion. It's rigged elections. And then you just go to the guinea pig and it's doing the fucking squeak. That's the fucking web series. Trump and his pig. Oh, my God. I, I'd watch that, and I don't care for the guy. I'd watch it. I wouldn't really that would. lower? Wouldn't that lower your uh, your inhibition? See, like folks, said, that's yes. what. I hope you at your Thanksgiving tables, and I don't know what you guys did for Thanksgiving. For us, it was just us three, very much our nuclear family. But I know some of y'all got together with a lot of folks, and even before these weird fucking past, you know, six, seven, eight years, you know, we we always joked about those are stressful times, yeah. and there's family, and you're you know talking about weird shit. Talk about your pets. Yeah. That's what you do. Walk in, talk about your pets. I saw on Reddit, somebody uh, posted a picture of a pie, a pumpkin pie somebody brought. And on the pumpkin pie, it said, ready to talk politics. Oh, there you go. They're like, this was horrible. (laughs) Horrible. No, talk about your pets. I don't know, man. I'll tell you what. Fuck. I don't. um, This was the, uh, I don't know what you did for Thanksgiving. Ours was, talk about fucking wacky. So we had ours traditional here in Arizona. Um, was myself and my wife and our son. Now, you had to work overnight because you're a news lady. The yes. news don't stop, and you're kind of at the bottom of the totem pole. So, yeah, you so kind I of, was on the air for people who had the day off. Yeah, right? So you so were, I worked from 2.30 to 9.30 in the morning. And so you did the overnight shift. Your mother ended up in uh, at your sister's house with her husband in Milwaukee. Yes. Just them three. Yeah, just the three of them. My dad's still at the hospital. As your father was alone 
at a hospital. At the VA. He did have visitors. He told me he had uh, yeah, a few the fucking visitors. VA. Yeah. There's a, listen, the VA's always got someone coming through to talk to the fucking well, no, vets. No, but like actual there. family. I know, right? See him, yeah. And then my dad is finally sprung from the hospital in Iowa. This son of a bitch gets back home to his house, and I shit you not, this is the text that I get from uh, his wife. Which AJ still thinks I should call my stepmom, but I say that's weird because they got married when I was like 21. No, I mean, it's just it's just a reaction at this point. It's, I'm not saying you should call her that. My dad ends up spending uh, Thanksgiving back at his house with my brother, uh, who brought his two little uh, yeah. kids, my niece and nephew, along with my sister and her youngest, who's about the same age as um, our son, right? So she brought her... her uh, her teenager. Her 15-year-old. Yeah. And this this is the fucking text that his wife sends me out. I go, hey, what'd you, what'd you guys eat? She goes, your brother made a sweet pot pie with whipped cream for topping. I didn't make anything. Your dad wasn't hungry, so he didn't eat. There you go. So are you telling me... Are you telling me that, like, one person brought a pie and that's I all the eggs? I swear to Christ. And listen, I know this woman. I know how to, like, she, this is literal talk right here. Your brother made a sweet pot pie with whipped cream for topping. Is that some Midwest shit? Sweet potato pie? I guess so. That's got to be what it sweet, is. She said sweet pot pie. You think she was trying to, uh, um, think she was trying to, like. Like a pot, like a chicken pot Abbreviate pie? for I mean, potato? Yeah, a I do. A sweet potato pie? Well, yeah. I, I mean, what, what else would it, I've I don't never know, heard of a, the, I've heard of a chicken pot pie. I've never heard of a sweet pot dude, pie. Dude, all I know is that the fact, <laughs> the fact that I asked her how it went and her response back was, someone brought a pie. I didn't make anything. Your dad didn't eat. Can you imagine showing up for Thanksgiving <laughs> and you are like, you're wearing your stretchy pants. Holy shit. You're like, you're ready. You're ready to go. And there's like a pie on the table. <laughs> Bro, I'm fucking sitting here and like, I'm how sitting. How did I manage to work overnights? And ma- I mean, I made a, you made a whole goddamn I spread. I will toot my own heart. A whole fucking spread. I actually had it planned really well. I have like kind of an hour break in my on-air shift, and either you work ahead or you take a break. Most of the time, I work ahead so I can go back to sleep. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, I got a. You know, if you peel the potatoes and put them in water, they don't go bad throughout the day. So there, I peeled the potatoes. I got the casserole ready. I got the cream corn done and in the crock pot. Um, all I had to do was stick the turkey breast in the oven. And it was seriously, yeah, it was the Bing, most bang, laid back prep. It was like a drive-thru. It was no big deal. Probably easier than doing a drive-thru, which by the way, I love the fact that drive-thrus are now doing Thanksgiving. Popeyes is like, fuck it, roll through. Yeah. We got you. We'll give you a fucking Popeyes hey, everybody, turkey. Everybody has their own tradition. Some families just have a sweet potato pie. <laughs> I'm just sitting there because they did because because they sent me a picture. The picture is so funny, you guys. It's you have to understand. Pat's dad has like looked like a pig in shit since he had this stroke. Yeah, he basically just had to decide whether he wanted to live or die. They're like, you know, we we have to put in a feeding tube, and he said no. And they said, okay, then you're gonna die. And okay, we, fine. we were prepared for him to die yeah. for like two days. And all of a sudden he had this epiphany and said, I want the feeding tube. And every picture we've seen of him in rehab, in the hospital after the stroke, he has had the best, most genuine smile on his face. It is weird. Yeah. Because before that, it was very much like he was a very stoic Midwesterner farmer. Very ho-hum. Like, mm. And like every picture is him just, mm, 
You know, like very yeah. much the farmer and his wife, the fucking classic painting. So we get this picture of them at Thanksgiving. You know, they send us a picture of the yeah. family and he looks worse ho-hum than he, he did before He's the like, stroke. Oh, man. He's like in Christmas pajamas. This sucks. With a blanket on his lap. <laughs> he, I mean, he doesn't even look like he's he back used, home and he's like, It's not even sucks. stoic. It's just miserable. Maybe he was, I think he was hungry. The stoic I think old he man. was hungry. He, he's like, he there's was, no turkey. <laughs> he was waiting for his wife to cook something right? all he's day. Like, where's the fucking turkey? <laughs> She's going to cook something, right? You right? think so? It was just fucking. Are you sure he wasn't hungry? Or? I was just laughing because I'm seeing my sister there with her 15-year-old, right? And and so he's, like I said, he's on par with Dylan. And, and I know our son woke up that morning. Oh, I mean, who did, Who doesn't wake up on Thanksgiving and Bro, think about food? That's the point. I'm fucking sitting there thinking, can you imagine you bring your 15-year-old through and all of a sudden, like your dad's wife is like, we got some cold cuts, I think, all night. <laughs> Let me go what, check in the fridge real Whatever's fast. in the fridge. Whatever's in the fridge. It's the one holiday we have that literally centers around a meal. And she goes, Holy I didn't make anything. Smokes. Ah! It was just a weird cornucopia that day of seeing how all types of different people celebrated. Do their, do their thing, yeah. Celebrated this day. So we, hey, hope, hope, hope you uh, celebrated it as uh, well. You know, obviously we got caught up with our work and all the holidays. So we didn't crank out any podcast last no, week. So sorry. took took that week off. But uh, here we are now or post thanksgiving of course all the fucking shopping holidays which i don't know if there's still a thing i definitely especially after what aj nope. was telling me this morning she actually did some how long i waited to say that black friday was a bust because i didn't want to say it prematurely you didn't want to be like you know the, the uh, news that, station yes. that makes the big headline and then you're like oh i gotta pull that one because back. that's what everybody bitches about with the news is that yes. they make their own narrative and then they say it and people believe it and then it becomes an actual thing i sure. didn't and this was yesterday it was we're recording this on a Saturday. Yeah, it was, a was small business a small Saturday. Business Saturday. Um, this was the one that all the local radio stations went fucking nuts for because all their advertisers were small yeah, businesses. Yep. So we had to work. This, yeah. This day, small business Saturday, which I, I was okay with that. Like you know, because I got paid, so I had yeah, right? to be selfish. But yeah, I waited hours hours to say black friday was a bust until i started seeing news stories where people one lady said she pulled up to a macy's and thought they were closed that's why because there was nobody in nobody the parking there. lot and no lines they're like people are spending so it's inflation so and 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 i don't know you tell me if you think we were a part of it on some micro level because of course it's a bunch of micro atoms that come together and form matter before i start getting too weird on you but back <laughs> when we were on the terrestrial radio radio station that was kind of red meat for us like yeah. we we would often every year talk about at that time it was kind of the growing backlash against the black friday yeah. stuff because the black friday stuff started creeping into thanksgiving yes. and and I, I i think specifically when we were working in wisconsin let's say central wisconsin we'd go on the air and be like hey you know walmart is doing a blockbuster th- Thanksgiving sales at 7 p.m. on Thanksgiving, which then forces people to what? Work, work which means they're missing what time with their, their families family, yeah so and now we're in this sweet spot where the stores the big so retailers yeah now are i'm wondering has it has all, that swung back they're closed uh there are so many big retailers closed on thanksgiving which yeah. i think is what we all want i mean you well that's what means plan you. ahead okay that's all there is to it so other people can be home with their families and 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 that's what i'm kind of getting at is were we part of a narrative or were we reflecting the attitudes 
in our community, which was no, ever, I think we were reflecting. Yeah, everyone was kind of like, you know what? That's a little fucked up. I have no problem with Black Friday and getting up at I three in the morning. Or, I don't care if you're at the store at midnight. I don't yeah. give a shit, but leave but Thanksgiving people for people. were getting weird that all of a sudden it crept into Thanksgiving, which had this big retroactive domino effect. But now it sounds to me, and I don't know if this is the effect of us all kind of saying, now nah, we're done with that. Or the way we shop now, which is more online, or if it's after the pandemic. But what you're saying is through some wild circumstance, we are at the point where it's kind of not a big fucking deal anymore. No, but I, it's not as simple as that. It really is inflation. People, I was going to say, people how People are much- struggling to just buy groceries. In fact, again, the best quote I heard today, I told Pat about this the second I Oh, this up, is a good quote. Yeah. A guy on the news this morning. Where said, is, I mean, and, and do you know from where? Because that's so, I know everything. We're such a huge country. I think this country. may have been California. I understand. Okay. I know everything costs more there. So but, California, but it, more than Alabama, yeah. it costs more to live there. But, but, but he has a point. What he, he said, said, I feel like every time I leave the house, I spend a hundred bucks. hundred bucks. And that's not... I mean, inflation is worldwide right now. This is not just a U.S. problem. This is everywhere. Well, that's, so that's the other thing. you have to remember that. That's the other thing, and which, listen, everything but is... But it's just, true. I mean, God almighty, every time I go to the grocery store, I feel like I spend 100 bucks. Everything's personal to, you know, your experience. But if you do have the ability, and, you know, for even five minutes, to be able to zoom out, even more so out of your own home, more so out of your own community, more so even out of your own country. Like you said, you realize this is a global thing, which if Pat can give you a little bit of his theory goes towards helping expose the complete insanity that modern economics actually is. Yeah. You got to remember folks, we're taking things. That's why I laughed. When all the financial people, probably like the one you interviewed, yeah. this big financial guy, they all hated the cryptocurrency thing, right? Yeah. And they're like, how can you just take something and put value on it? Well, what have we been doing for a long time? Yeah, we take, take things. Value on it. Right? It used to be actual gold. Yeah. And then we're like, well, hold on. Not the gold, because we don't want to pass the gold around. We'll keep the gold, but here's this piece of paper. The paper represents the gold. So you pass around this piece of paper, and that's worth it as much as this. And then we got rid of the piece of paper, and we said, well, there's a piece of plastic. Then we got rid of the piece of plastic. We said, there's a bunch of ones and zeros that yeah. transmit online. Come on, folks. No. If the whole world yeah. is starting to suffer because of everybody, a, because of a system that we've made up. This doesn't work, you guys. This is an opportunity for the world to kind of stop and go, maybe there's a better way. Yeah. I know. You guys think like Pat's really high today, but just. No, it's true. Well, and- it's a little crazy if you think about it too much. That's why I try not to. Unfortunately, part of my job is listening to the political talking heads on both sides, and I yeah. despise them both equally, yeah. even if how, I agree with them. How can you know? Oh, they're just, there's just <laughs> such, they're circus performers. Yeah. But, you know, to listen to them all blame one, like to, you know, to listen to the right, blame Biden, and listen to the left, blame everything else. I'm like, you guys, like, none of you are right. This is a problem for every country in the world right now. So maybe, I read an article this morning, It was, and I love reading these because they're just so mind-blowing about, you know, uh, hospital bills that'll make your butt pucker. Oh, yeah. And, you know. That's a very American thing, though. It is. I yeah, mean, that's, and that's an American, zoom out, that's an American zoom out problem. Of the, zoom out of the U.S., that's not a BuzzFeed no, article. but that's yeah. the thing with inflation is that zoom out of the U.S. and everybody is dealing with this right yeah. now. And they said, 
said, they're like, you know, one guy said, I'm getting, you know, the people most important to me, one gift. Some people not getting anything this year, which I also feel like we're kind of this, I, I feel like the materialism thing Hold is on. going away a little Hold bit, on. which is are, good. Are we back to, uh, holy shit, what was the year? I feel like it was 08, because that's when they all went to shit, right? I feel like it was 08. Is that the year? Because everything economically melted down, all, no more jobs, all all that shit. No more money. Um, is that when Oprah did the episode of her Ooh, infamous, yes. infamous show, right? It's the Oprah's favorite things episode back when Oprah ruled TV. And this episode was the queen jewel for anyone who had ever hoped to get into those Harpo studios. Why? Yeah. Because you walked away. With a ton of shit. You were like a fucking Oscar celebrity. Yeah. You know how you read those people yeah, magazines? Yeah, their gift bags yeah. are like worth 10. They're yeah. giving Jennifer Aniston a yeah. gift bag worth $10,000 because, you know, she yeah. can't buy it herself. You. This was for the normal person. You though. got to be Jen Aniston that night yeah. and walk away with just a bunch of shit that you didn't ask you for. Vacations, laptops, right? all Amazing. that shit. And it was the year of the economic meltdown. We all <laughs> had that. no money. And Oprah, like Santa Claus gathers all the children around and isn't it true that they don't know they don't know you know you, you don't know if you that's don't the know what episode to. i mean it was literally the fucking lotto it, could it be, was i was gonna say it could be dr phil it could be tom cruise jumping on a couch or it could be know. favorite things but you don't know i mean maybe you kind of start guessing around when they're gonna film it yeah. but you are not specifically putting in for that show so these people walked in and they thought they were gonna get their favorite christmas and instead holy shit oprah much like Santa, gave them a lesson that year. Yeah. And the lesson was how to be grateful. And the whole show was all about these basically like non-money, non-fancy gifts because we had no money. So I got what the show was trying to do. Like, hey, shit's kind of fucked up right now, yeah, so maybe but, we shouldn't go on TV. But and- when the richest woman in the world sits there and tells you to be grateful, you kind of want to throw a tomato you, at her. Do you remember all those people in the audience? They, I, they, uh, the look on their face they was damn like... near almost revolted. It was, uh, it was like the look your dad had on his face in his Thanksgiving picture. <laughs> it was... Like they were trying not to look like desperate gluttons. So we're officially, yeah, like they were like, we're going to teach you how to make a hot chocolate mason jar and you can hand these out to your family. And the cost is $1.33 per gift. Amazing. I'm not going to give you the $1.33 per gift. We'll give you the mason jar and the cocoa. (laughs) You had to walk out with a fucking case of mason jars clinging and a bag of cocoa. (laughs) Oh, so God. are you telling me that we're back there? We're officially not a gratitude. I don't think so. It's not this that is bad. Not the, no, we're, this, it's not 08. This isn't the same thing. It's not the same thing at all. It's that not was, the fucking crash. That was, a, that was an economic crash. That now, was a crash. This just, is, yeah. They're just charging us $7 yeah. for This milk is, now. once again, this is us just kind of coming out of the fucking pandemic. And, uh, you know, we I mean, tried. But it doesn't make it okay. No, no, it doesn't make it okay. That, but you have to understand that for a while, the closest we got to, again, this wacky economic system that we have set up on a global level, the closest we got to it being just turned off 
was during that pandemic. Yeah. And we reacted a million different ways, right? From giving people money to saying, fuck that, go out and earn your own money and everything in between. And we're now dealing with the repercussions of that. It's a one-time only event, folks. I don't know how to tell you this. But this is not a sitcom series. This is a well, one-time TV okay, event. Slow all right? down over there, though, because the financial guy I talked to today, and I fully believe him, He's like, an, I mean, he's, I don't think this is like, this is not like a hedge fund manager. He's a, just really AJ good AJ just likes him because he's from Waukesha, Wisconsin. Well, no, I just, that was very comfortable. I liked him That's before That's the only, that. re- listen, these Scotties stick together. For what I told him, I said, you have a very effective way of making bad uh, news sound not so bad. Because he's a Scotty. He knows how to do it nice. He said that this will go probably through next year, possibly into 2024. Yeah. And you can say that, but that doesn't make it any easier for people who are already living check to check. They said a lot of people are using the, I mean, they would, it was a study from Afterpay, which I mean, if you haven't used it yet, it is pretty awesome. What's uh, Afterpay? Afterpay is like Klarna. It's all these little companies. I don't know how they do it. I don't make, know how they make money and I don't care. <laughs> okay. What do they they do? say like you can, it, for pricey purchases, Okay. you can pay, oh. you pay like $40 today. And then you pay $40 next week, and then gotcha. you pay $40 a week after, and like there's no interest. They're, okay, so for, they're for, sometimes there's okay, no interest. Okay, so they're the ones that are involved now when I go to buy anything online. Yes. Instead of there just being the options of credit card or this or yeah. that, all of a sudden it after goes, pay. or you can split this purchase up into four equal payments. It's kind of like, remember the old home, home shopping network? Easy yes. pay? Yeah. That's easy pay, <laughs> folks. Easy pay. Five payments of nineteen ninety nine, and this cubic zirconia is yours. <laughs> these are those people, yes, which I don't know how they make money either. I don't either, and I don't care. But I've used Afterpay quite okay. a few times, and it's been really so convenient. Okay, so uh, listen. Here's the tough part about it for me personally. And I know, right, we're all in our own fucking boats. And that was the weird part about the pandemic is that it was literally like being in an ocean. Yeah. When a hurricane rolled through that no one predicted. Yep. And that's when we realized, oh, some folks are in rowboats, some folks are in yachts, and some folks are barely keeping their head some above fucking water. Some folks are on the water. Titanic. Yeah. yeah, right? Um, I've been a check to check hustling my balls off. Since 1996, yeah. dude, and I'm I'm not hating on it, right? I chose not to go to fucking school to be an investment banker yeah. in the 90s, or I chose not to become a uh, you know union pipe fitter yeah. in the 90s and start building that life. I chose this weird fucking. We knew when we went into radio yeah. that it was gonna be it's we like, were gonna be broke. It's like the mafia, right? I don't want you to think I'm the guy sitting in prison going, "Oh, I'm so sad, I'm in prison." No, I understood the nature of the game, but so my experience since 1996 has been hustling just to always barely get by. Now I'm a little bit ahead of that, not a lot. But I'm ahead of that, so it's weird for me to think that this is the worst it's been because I suppose I have memories of it being harder. You're in a different boat. Does that make sense? Yeah, like I'm in my own boat because I'm thinking of times, you know, I mean, I'm thinking of times in like 2001, pre-9-11, right? I'll go pre-9-11 on this. I was making six bucks an hour doing a night radio show that didn't offer benefits 
you know, and I graduated. So I was, you know, I, I remember the one time I had like a strep throat and I. Didn't your mom pay for you to go to the doctor? My mom paid for me to go to the doctor because I didn't have insurance and I couldn't afford to go to the doctor and I didn't have any sick time. So, you know, I remember those days and I go, fuck, I remember when I didn't have food. I remember when my girlfriend's mom at the time was sending me home with frozen chicken because she's like, you know, Pat's barely getting by, but I was being told, hey, you're this college graduate and you're doing it. And, you know, that's that's back when W is like, you're working three jobs. That's American, baby. And I'm like, this is fucking hard. Yeah. So it's weird for me now to be like, well, it's not like that. Like, I'm eating right now. Yeah, I'm paying more for my chicken. Don't get me wrong. I don't got to get frozen chicken sent home from my girlfriend's mom. And I'm paying more for it when I go to the store, but I can get to the store and make those purchases. Yeah, no, it is weird. It's a weirder spot for me. We are in a different boat than a lot of people, and but we have been in we've been in the yeah. dinghy before that had a hole in it. See, so I get it. I, I totally understand. I almost feel like it's um. But trust me, I'm working two thirty in the morning to make this happen. Well, okay, I know. Right? There isn't there is no shortage of work in this house. Everybody's no, 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 no. always we're, we're we're hustling uh, 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 the same amount now. It's just more financially rewarding. All right, that's yes. the short and skinny. We're um, making like real world money finally. But I will tell you, I suppose, and this is what life is all about, right? Growing up and kind of realizing your your uh, stage in life and where you are and that evolves over time. I remember in 08, um, some folks, and we were, how, how old were we in 08? Well, I was 30. I was 26. I was 30. And again, coming out of our 20s, we had a two-year-old, and we were like literally pretty check-to-check, right? Pretty checked. We were more than... We didn't have enough on our checks. I mean, we were check-to-check to credit card to check-to-check yeah, to credit card. I was going to say, I quit smoking because I couldn't afford it, yes. right? Um, I remember then the... Let's say a little bit of the elders in our business, right? Yeah. Maybe let's say 50 plus. They were losing their fucking minds over their 401ks. Yeah. Now, of course, these were, and when I say elders, I mean like general managers, people who worked in the real side of the business yeah. and made money. Uh, but they were the ones who had been working in the business for 30 years. They could tell you about what it was like in the 80s, selling radio time. And they were the ones with these big 401ks, and then they had like this plan of getting out within 10 years. Yeah. And then and the then crashed, fucking yeah. bottom dropped out. I remember then being like, I can't relate to you guys. No. And I see you losing your mind, but I'm sitting over here in my little rowboat. I'm like, I got 30 bucks to go to right? the grocery store for the next two weeks. What do I do? It's not so, the same boat. I hope no matter what boat you're in, when I say what I'm saying about our, you know, my position right now, that you can see it in that same way, right? It's all different boats. And it's weird for me to realize that I've upgraded boats. It is. It is very weird. Right? You're like, holy shit, I'm in a bigger boat now. Uh, when I was in San Francisco last weekend, I had obviously fully prepared on... <laughs> Spend- I, I, I was going to say, we're talking about inflation, cost of everything, and AJ's like, I'm going to San Francisco. Well, all right. It wasn't so I much- want to go to the epicenter of it all. I um, I knew right away that I hadn't, little weekend. I hadn't saved enough spending money. I knew that. But I also knew that I'm like, I get paid. So it's not like, you know, it, 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 we're in a, a bigger boat now. Yes. So I'm getting a paycheck. I can afford to take money out of that. But I still, we are very much like, I still stick money in envelopes for vacation and stuff yeah so oh, oh like, you're very dave ramsey about shit yes yeah. I, I i saved for this i didn't pay for anything till i saved for it but i brought 200 bucks for friday saturday sunday monday and i'm like hold on how much did you bring 200 bucks. you're out of your fucking mind i know i for know four days in san francisco I know, but, but i also again realized Bro. i got 
I got paid the day before we left, so I'm like, wow. it'll be fine. I didn't realize how PTSD'd you are from radio, yes. but that shows it right there. Yes, it does. That's an obnoxious stupid budget to even fathom trying to get through San Francisco um, with. The cab ride from the airport to the hotel <laughs> was $80. $80, yeah. And trust me, I will give it Uber and Lyft way cheaper, except yeah. the problem was I got there and they're like, tell us where to pick you up. And I was like, I don't know yeah. the airport. So I just, I grabbed a cab. That was 80 bucks. My most expensive meal for myself. For yourself. Was $55. So one person, and I assume we're talking sit down, nice tablecloth. Oh, oh, no. No. DoorDash. All right, you DoorDash. <laughs> I DoorDash some lobster rolls. Now, now we are talking seafood, but I'm... This, I say seafood is, is always upcharged. Yes, and that's and, fine. And, and DoorDash. Now, see, here's where... And this is like, it's it's the ghost of my uh, my mother and my grandparents talking here, where they would say, well, here's how we can shave off some costs. Yeah. Where, where they'd say, let's try to make that 200 work, right? Yeah. They would say, well, we're obviously taking public transportation from the hotel to the ho- uh, um, airport, yeah. right? We're going to take either a shuttle, um, a bus, yeah. which is not the most convenient, but no. we know it's a lot less it's than cheaper, $80, yeah. right? So that's the first thing. But then again, that adds another two to three hours maybe of commute yeah. time for you. Um, the food aspect, right? Well, looks like we're going to be, you know, going to McDonald's, yes. right? We're going to be doing very basic, you know, fast food options. I will, there was a Burger King two blocks from my yeah. uh, from my hotel, yeah. and I just chose not to go there. I could have yes. gone there, yes. but sure. I didn't. I wanted to experience yeah. something different than what I can get at home. Gotcha, gotcha. But I was a little shocked when it was three lobster rolls I was that were saying, not- so so let's talk about hold on so so you <laughs> opt all right so you say fuck it i want to uh, doordash myself some fresh seafood i'm here in san francisco why not what i mean i mean do you order are you thinking you're ordering from like a high-end place a kitschy place no it was like a legendary san francisco spot no or some i shit? won't give the name of the place because it okay. was it was really good but i don't want them to think i'm trashy yeah, yeah, it was just sure. like so-and-so's lobster hut or something yeah. it's nothing it's not fancy okay this is not morton's steakhouse or or, or you know it's not like guy fieri recommend Mended, no. nothing like that. Okay. No, so it was three little lobster rolls. One was lobster, one was crab, one was shrimp, and they were about the size of my fist. Okay. And then I ordered like, uh, uh, almost sliders. Almost you know, sliders, small, yeah. yeah. And then I I ordered some soup with it, and the lobster rolls came with a bag of chips. That entire meal was fifty five dollars. And here's the thing that is just, that with tip or without? That's with tip. But and that's the other thing I noticed. Tip is actually still pretty low. You know why? Because all the people that DoorDash are in the city and they're either on foot or they're on bikes. So they don't, they're not coming from that far. Mm -hmm. So the tip isn't bigger. Jesus. Which was, but I mean, yeah, gas there in the city was $5.49. Um, I mean, everything, everything was insanely expensive. And I, I mean, again, I was, I won't, I wouldn't say it was a vacation. It was like a dance competition, but it was, it was a, yeah. a relaxing weekend for me, but it was very, what'd you very spend expensive. all in you think? So, so you had planned on 200, which was absolutely well, insane. And $200 I realized that the week before that was stupid. You yeah. sound like my cheap Polish ass going to Vegas for the first time when yeah. I, when I, and, and this is like Vegas. Uh, 2002, I thought I could do it for like a hundred bucks a fucking day. Oh, that's like, cute. yeah, like I was just a cheap broke. Even when it was cheap back then, you could I was do a it. cheap broke Polish boy and I was convinced I could do it. And then of course I knew very fast that I could not. I mean, what'd you think? You, oh, when, when it's okay, all said and done. So I spent 80 bucks on the cab ride. There's 80 bucks. 
55 for dinner that night. That's 135. Okay. Um, the next day I didn't, I walked everywhere. I did. I, I only Ubered tw- two more times and that was to the airport and somewhere that was like 11 miles away. Okay. Um, those Uber rides were about 40 bucks a piece. So not bad. So that's 80. Yeah. So we're going a little over 200. Um, and then I spent, I would say it probably another hundred dollars on food, Throughout the weekend, I bought a couple of souvenirs, nothing super fancy. I mean, it was probably about 500 bucks. Okay. For four days. 500 spending cash. Let's see. Yeah. For that's one about, person. Let's say a buck 25 a day for yeah. food and bullshit. I mean, and- I went to, it was funny though, because uh, I it's met up, bad. I met up with our friends, uh, Jenny B and Aaron, who we worked with in Flint. They moved to San Francisco, I think in 2019 yeah. or 2018, something like that. Um, I met up with them and there was this cool little food truck festival that is permanent, like down the street from their house. And that was actually the cheapest meal for all. I bought them lunch for all three of us. It was 56 bucks. Hold on. How did you go from paying fit? See, that's the problem with DoorDash and tip and all that shit. Not only are you well, paying they upcharge out. Well, it, yeah. Well, they, I was going to say, not only are you paying crazy San Francisco prices, but it's on DoorDash, so we jack it up more. Then yeah. you're playing on people's sympathies for someone bringing you food. I'm going to tip you more. Yeah. Well, and I also didn't know, like, what the regular prices were at the, these restaurants I was DoorDashing from. Yeah. Because I'm not from there. Like here in Tucson, I know how much they charge at the restaurant, so I know when they're upcharging it. I don't know how much they upcharged it with this lobster roll thing, but yeah, the freaking food trucks were, it was 56 bucks for us all to eat dinner. Yeah. That was it. And it was great. And it was big portions, really good. But I mean, just overall, like, you know, I, I felt bad for people in the city because I'm just like, this is impossible. It is impossible if you live there. If yeah. you live there. It really is. And, and, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't. And like you got to leave. And I got to leave. You see, that's I was thing. very excited to come back to Tucson. That's that's why you uh, you know you're like fuck it. I can uh, spend a hundred bucks a day just on bullshit because you don't have to every day. Jenny was telling me about when they got a new car there. And she's like, you know, it seems stupid because we walk and, everywhere. And, and by the way, just so folks know, this is like, you know, an old on-air DJ from our Flint yeah, radio you know station she days. Uh, she moved out there, I think, before the pandemic, yes, right? Yes, right before the pandemic. Yeah, so, okay, so you met up with her. So someone with, with Midwestern roots yeah, and values from, and an eyesight. They're from the Midwest, yeah. yeah. That's and how they see the world. Yes. Um, so she was telling me um, about the car they bought and how this was during, like, there, there were no cars. And she said they were going to charge her for a, I think it was a barely used, so pretty much new car. Yeah. $6,000 above the um, MSRP for a, it was like a car shortage fee. Basically, the the dealership was like, you have to pay us $6,000 more for this car because we don't have enough cars to sell, yeah. so we have to make our money. See? I mean, it, this kind of shit's mind-blowing if you don't live in a major city. I mean, we live in a big city, and I, if somebody, I would shit if somebody all in Tucson said that. All you have to do is just listen. This is all you have to do. Refuse to pay that shit, right? Yeah. That's not well, what she did. She went somewhere else. Yeah, that's what I was telling AJ when she's like, oh, my God, the door dashed. I go, listen, this is the problem. When you have 19-year-old tech bros, who are making $275,000 a year with, yeah. you know, fresh, no, no fresh out of their mom's house. Yeah, they no go, kids, they're unmarried. Oh, I'll pay $95 for a lunch, okay? Yeah, All exactly. you have to do, just don't pay it. You'd be proud of me, though. There was a little, um, like, a little cafe at the hotel that the competition was at, and I didn't stay at that hotel because mm-hmm. it would have been, like, $900 for three <laughs> nights, and I said, get fucked, no way. I stayed down the street. I could walk. It was 10 minutes, no problem. Yeah. 
cute little boutique hotel, less than half the price. Excellent. But I had, you know, I didn't have a lot of time. So I went to this cafe at this big fancy, you know, Marriott and I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't have time to think about it. So I just grabbed a bag of that. Um, what is it called? Captain's booty popcorn or whatever. I love that stuff. Um, it was $13. I literally, I, I as I walked up to the register, I turned around and put it back and left. I'm like, I would rather go hungry than pay $13 sound like for a, a bag of pirate's booty popcorn. Shut the hell up. You're you crazy. S- you sound like I have all these small town cousins, right? They live in these little small towns everywhere from Iowa, Nebraska, Minnesota, Wisconsin. And they all will tell me um, about the time. When they all went to Chicago, right? I mean, and this is all different, right? I'm not saying this is all just in their lives. They all have the same experience of, well, I'll tell you what, Patrick, we went, uh, we went in, uh, in that Chicago before, (laughs) ordered a Miller Lite, and and the guy tried to tell me (laughs) $13.50. We just put that down, walked right out, went to 7 Eleven, got us. Little six pack went back to the hotel. It's so funny. You I say swear to God, they all had the the same story, and it's again. It's I'm like, yeah, just don't pay it. Well, yeah, right? walk the fuck out. Our, don't don't do it. Our friends Jenny and Aaron were, you know, they were kind of trying to describe what it's like to live there financially. Yeah, and they said the same thing. Like they go back to Michigan to visit family like once or twice a year. And he's like, we went to a bar one night for somebody's birthday party. And he goes, I covered the whole thing. <laughs> I painted it the said, entire town. It was $100 <laughs> for like tons of people for yeah. three hours. And, sure. he, and, you know, again, in San Francisco, it's $13 for a, a tiny bag of Just popcorn. Just to exist, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, he's there's still, it's it's very hard to drop that Midwest modesty. because no. they're, they're And she even said that. They have a grocery store. They have a Safeway across the street. When I mean across the street, like you walk out of their apartment you walk across the street they're safeway you can see it from their their living room window yeah she is like i avoid going there because everything's so expensive expensive, she's like i order from amazon fresh because it's cheaper she's like unless we need something right away for a recipe jeff bezos he gets a drone to drop that fucking bag carrots off at my door real quick by the way i have a theory about jeff bezos and his ex-wife okay so jeff bezos you know amazon billionaire whatever Um, McKenzie, man, man who rode the space dick uh, all the way into sure the did. outer stratosphere. So his ex-wife, Mackenzie, is the one who is donating basically all of the money she got from their divorce settlement to charity. And okay. I'm talking like millions and millions yeah. at, at, at a time. Which, which, again, this goes towards, to bring this all full circle again, how absurd yes. this economic system that we have invented has become that people now can literally give away amounts of money that you can never fathom your family, family being able to attain in their life. And these rich people are giving it away because they don't need it. They don't need that's, it anymore. That's my theory. That's is insanity. that Mackenzie Bezos, yeah. who I think is amazing. I really do think this is incredible of her to give away this amount of money. And she just randomly picks, I think she picked one in Michigan, like near Flint or something like that. Okay. Millions of dollars. I think her giving that away. That one was actually the city of Flint. Was, <laughs> the city of Flint set up a 5013C called, please save us. You should. I think her giving away all this money is to throw it back in Jeff's face 
about how absurd this amount of money is. Well, uh, that she can give away ten million dollars I mean, at listen, a time and not even miss it and see not that, it's gone. that I know her background. So I, I don't, don't either. No. And, and that screams kind of also someone who probably comes from some sort of a privileged background because yeah. there ain't no one who fucking grew up on food stamps that would ever give away that much money. Um, I don't give a fuck. You will bury yourself with it. Why do you think some 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 like you I mean, know? Look her up because I'm go curious ahead, where find she comes out from now. All about her, but I do. You know, this is kind of like um, what's his uh, name, Elon. When when Elon bought Twitter, and everyone pointed out the fact that the amount of money he paid is more like than basically you could have given the world's population a million dollars a piece. And it would not have equated what he paid for Twitter. So what's greater for humanity? Him protecting this digital town square, giving everyone a million dollars. And of course, he goes, well, that's dumb economics because then everyone has a million dollars and a million dollars becomes valueless. And that's when you go, exactly. I'll give you credit. She, I won't say, I I don't know if she grew up rich. Where does she come from? She comes from San Francisco. She don't come from fucking poor stock. No, uh, mom was a homemaker. Dad was a financial planner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's all you need to know right there. Yeah. Cash money. The bank. Still, she never yeah. she never had to worry about living in a gutter. Yeah. She never had to worry about That's that. That's true. Right? Listen, I'm telling you, I man, hate money. I hate money. It's a weird system. Capitalism is bad. You it's, guys, it's not working. I don't even know if it's capitalism. I think it's just, see, that's why I it's always money. say. money. It's also stupid. Again, star, this is how, like, universally fucked up this language is. If you can go back to the beginning of a galaxy far, far away, <laughs> the actual actual root problem that kicks off all that star wars shit between empires and jedis and all the trade routes yeah money 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 that's all it was right i don't know i think it's a way to uh keep people busy right i mean i guess if you're busy uh trying to you know collect all your your shekels and uh get more than that guy over there because what if all that went away then it's like oh no yeah but i do understand why there are people now who are very anti-work i'm on a subreddit called anti-work <laughs> just to under, i want to like i want to understand this and it doesn't take a brain surgeon yeah people are like why the hell am i spending the one life i have on this earth working my ass off to make no money and barely be able to scrape through why why am i doing this well and then that gets into and me and you talked a little bit about it around the house earlier is about you know is that because that's the illusion that we need to kind of keep you engaged in this um the system the yeah the system right like it's a system we need for you to buy in and go i have to spend this one life doing this and and as as long as i improve my life 10% 10% yeah. by the end, well, it was all worth it, yeah. right? And then the theory is, and then, of course, that your children improve their lives by 20% and so on and so forth. But it is weird when people start stopping yeah, and going, well, hold on, but is that 10% better that I'm going to do really worth all that I'm going to give yeah. up along the way? For for the one life you have. I know. It's, it. it's weird shit, man. It and is a very, it's bizarre. It's weird because if, if you talk against it, then you really get labeled like, you know, a fucking anarchist, yeah. hippie, 
commune. I don't care. You I don't want to know call me a hippie, that's whatever fine, it is. But I get why people are like, I'm not working three jobs yeah. to just pay for my rent and not be to able to just eat. make it. Yeah, right. They're like, what the fuck's the point? I, I can't afford to do anything yeah. fun. I can't afford to buy anything. I can barely afford the place I live in. I'm charging my groceries, yeah. and I'm I don't Again, see my family. I said that I mean, what's shit. the point? I get it. I get I, it. I said it before. You know, during the pandemic, I remember like early phases. Right, everyone was all freaked the fuck out, and there were like a lot of bill pauses and stuff. Right. Yeah. Everyone was like, you don't got to pay your bills anymore. And I'm like, could you just imagine if we just pa- just ended it like that? Yeah. That that was the period right there. Like, fuck it. We're done. Yeah. And and now everything just we move to some other societal system. Right. I mean, there is enough money in the world to do it again. There's enough money in the world to buy Twitter. Not to give to you. Hippie. The Pat and AJ podcast network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ podcast network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ podcast.